recording. So as of right now, we're recording our first podcast, for and Charity. I think we've gone through all of the technical issues and we are ready to go. Uh, so my name is Brad Lord. I am the CEO of Volunteer Charity and we wanted to kind of give an overview of what all of this is, uh, what it means to us, what some of the features are that you can expect and things like that. Uh, right now I'm joined by our Chief Development Officer, Doug Sandlin, as well as our Chief Marketing and Strategy Officer, uh, Nicolina Wilson. Hi. And if you guys just wanted to say, hey, you know. sure. We said, hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, Brad, I was thinking a good way to start would be if you could just kind of go into how you came up with voluntarity. Sure. So uh, about a year ago, um, I, I took a lot of long drives uh, at the time. My son lived out of state and, you know, I needed to go visit him and stuff like that. And I just kind of uh, I was kind of trying to figure out the direction that I wanted my life to go. So uh, I since I've gotten out of the Marines back in uh, 2009, I've done a lot of government work, contracting, things like that. And what I've been looking to do is uh, kind of jump more into like what I want to do, what I love to do. And at the time I was working a little bit with a tech startup that did some government contracting and we were looking for a product to create. And so this was a for-profit endeavor. And uh, one of the things I thought is, okay, if I want to figure out what I want to do, what's important to me is really helping people using any skills I have to make sure that other people are kind of taken care of by utilizing those skills. Most of my skills happen to range in IT project management management, software development, and things of that nature. And I thought, well, how would I possibly use that to get into a realm where I could help people with that information? And, uh, you know, I, wanna, I wanted to kind of do that to make um, more of an impact on not just myself, but the most important thing in my life, which is my son, and kind of what, what he sees as he grows up is, you know, his dad and what he does for a living. And it's either kind of this uh, kind of rigid government contracting IT structured world or potentially uh, this motivating, you know, what is our purpose here, which is to help people. And I wanted to really kind of drive that part home. So uh, originally it had taken a, a few weeks, but I had come up with this idea of a collaboration tool that um, it brings together both the volunteers and charities in a much simpler way than how we do it now. Everything's very manual in the process, how we do it now. And that's just a burden of everything in life. We, ha we have all these manual processes um, and we've started coming up with these apps that kind of make that process a little less hectic. So instead of having to call a taxi company and get something, you've got an Uber now where it kind of has a collaboration tool of somebody that has a ride and somebody that needs one. Same with the Uber Eats, Instacart, all the stuff that we've become real familiar with uh, in this COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and so I wanted to kind of get into that realm. And again, this was originally thought of as a for-profit enterprise. How would we do this? And immediately as we started to think about it, we were like, well, if we do it as for profit, the people that would be paying for it are either volunteers or the charities that they support. And that didn't seem right, right? So um, we started kind of restructuring and by we, I mean, I had a core group of guys that we were working with in this tech um, company and we had all gotten together to go over the basics of this idea and what it kind of, what it looks like. And it turned, and it turned into very closely into a nonprofit, which was like, not just on my recommendation, but everybody kind of went, yeah, it would be sort of evil almost if we were to like take money from charities and volunteers when we can provide these tools as a nonprofit. And we started the process to get that rolling to do 501c3 and all the things that come with starting up uh, something like this. Um, the big thing that made us a little bit different that I, that was in that initial for-profit pitch that we turned into nonprofit was we wanted to gamify this experience. And what that means is throwing in that motivation 
the, the encouragement to continue doing active thing while gaining rewards back, which has been proven over time. And I think Doug might get into this a little bit more because he, he's really dug deep into this gamification part. Um, there's all these apps out there, uh, any learning apps, Google reviews, Duolingo, you know, things like that, that they just gamify it just a little bit. And you can, you can get all these people that want to come in and continue doing those things and get really motivated to continue doing whatever it is that you gamified. Uh, the reason that that part came in was I myself am a big gamer, as is some of the other folks that we had started this core group with. And uh, I play games like Apex Legends, Fortnite, Call of Duty, where all of it is gamified and it's meant to kind of keep you on there or keep you coming back every single day. And it does a really good job. And I was like, so how did, how did this change the game uh, where, where we were back when I used to game in the 80s and early 90s playing Mario and stuff like that to this uh, new future way of it's collaborative, it's social, it requires teamwork, you get uh, these rewards that really kind of uh, drive you to get back here day to day. And that's what we wanted to bring to this experience was if you're a volunteer, why wouldn't you want to be more motivated and encouraged to go out and do this work? It is great to do it and you feel good after doing volunteer. That's just been proven by science and we just want to enhance on that. In addition, uh, on the charity side of the house, we had done interviews with initial charities that gave us a whole host of these problems that they didn't have solutions to, or they were paying a fee to somebody, a license fee, for the solution. And so we were like, well, part of this first exempt purpose of voluntarity will be not only encouraging and motivating those volunteers with a fun and easy to use application, but also giving these charities the tools that they want. Um, to be able to function at a much higher level, receive the impact metrics that they need, stuff like that, without having to go to a for-profit company and pay for those things. Um, so that's kind of like the basic overview of like how the app came to be and then, you know, what it is that we're trying to accomplish with it. Great. Well, uh, Brad and I have known each other for a long time, and he basically had pinged me after kind of coming up with the initial idea. And my sense of it was it was kind of a natural extension of some of the things I've done uh, with, I have a website, Living Unbound, and over the course of the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, I basically segued from uh, a lot of business development work in technology to uh, things like yoga and meditation and basically working to help uplift people. And with that, a lot of uh, basically research and direct experience involving kind of the depth of human nature and when Brad told me about voluntarity initially, what excited me is I could see it as kind of a, just a natural extension of some of the other things I do, because as everyone knows, if you just sort of think about life experience and whatnot, giving is actually human nature. It's everybody kind of gives within their friends and family circle, and it's part of just being a social human. And technology has done made great strides in terms of uh, connecting people online things like Facebook Twitter you name it where people are connecting based on their interests and based on you know kind of their natural inclinations uh, what have you because humans are inherently social and likewise humans are inherently giving and the gamification aspect that Brad mentioned I basically am familiar with gamification from a non-gamer standpoint if you will apps as he mentioned like Duolingo and just noticing that some of these different apps uh, that are out in the business world still have things like points, badges, rewards, because that's also human nature. Obviously, we're wired to get things that, you know, we feel will benefit us and stay away from things we feel will harm us. And, you know, we kind of channel in that direction and uh, develop habits accordingly. And obviously, some people, you know, have habits they'd like to change. And I realized that in changing any habit from a, like a so-called bad habit to a good habit, 
that it's really only the transition part that's tough. Like if you've got a, a bad habit embedded, you're good at it. You do it every day. If you want to have a good habit, you basically take a week or two or three, whatever it is, just to you know move forward with the things that will make that habit change and change it into a good positive habit. And that also is how humans are wired. So I have kind of a vision for voluntarity of contributing directly to that by people making use of the app and getting into that habit of volunteering because they're being rewarded for doing that and also kind of donating as they're volunteering, volunteers or donors and vice versa. But it literally forms that habit of something that's you know similar to how exercise apps get people to exercise or meditation apps get people to meditate is it helps people do something on an ongoing basis that's good for everybody and that you know just kind of moves the world forward in beneficial ways. So very happy to be on the team. And now I'll uh, segue over to Nicolina. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some significant research that it takes 21 days to, to form a habit, right? You do anything for 21 days in a row and it starts to become something that that you're more more likely to do, right? Isn't that kind of the, <laughs> the guidepost? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it, it literally changes your body and your brain. You know, like let's say it's an exercise habit or whatever. Yeah. Your neuronal connections actually change from connections of procrastination to connections of the activity feels good. It's basically it's the 21 days, and I've heard a, you know a couple different time frames, but that's essentially accurate, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And Nicolina uh, came on board uh, most recently with us. Um, she's like the newest member of our executive team, and has just really jumped into this. And uh, so, what was it that really grabbed you right at the beginning, Nicolina? Why was it that you? How did you find it? Yeah, so I am. I am the newest member of the executive team. I'm excited to be a part of the team. Happy to be here. Uh, thanks for inviting me to the podcast. I um, I found you all a little bit in an interesting, very today's world kind of way. I was, you know, scrolling through my Twitter feed and just kind of keeping an eye on the the news of the day and came across, uh, I think, Doug commenting on on someone else's tweet. Um, and then found your voluntary post, your Medium article, and, and started looking into what the needs of the company were. Um, in the article, you guys kind of talked about needing, you know, people to start the development of the application and some people to do some specific things. And I kind of went, well, I'm not an app developer. I'm not specifically in, in computer software development, but I have a lot of other skills that might be kind of right aligned with where you are as a company so let me reach out and see if i can help um and you know as as fate would have it one would say i uh some of the things that i'm really passionate about and can bring to the table such as uh, marketing communications and and some strategy work um kind of nailing down some specific target audiences and and the needs of the the uh, end users from different perspectives and, and really just kind of jumped in listening to where the team is and starting to uh, support the team in, in the different things that we have coming up next. So what's really grabbed me so far is everyone's passion to do really good uh, things for, for a lot of people and to impact a lot of people. And and that's my why also, right? I um, I have a background in, in learning and development. I came up through uh, public education and got into uh, the software technology space via uh, learning and development and really have a passion for helping employees to be better at whatever that they do. Um, helping executives and on how to implement their strategies and how to really 
see value and create value from the transformation initiatives that they're trying to enable. Um, and so I partner with different executive teams and uh, different functional areas within a business to to really make that happen, right? Make, make whatever it is that they're trying to change come to life and hopefully make the employees that are doing it um, able to do it and enjoy doing it when they're when they're in their job. So um, trying to utilize that that skill set for for good reasons is kind of what I love to do every day. And so supporting the volunteerity mission and team and taking you know, helping to the next level is really something that that drives me. Yeah, awesome. And uh, this that's a good kind of like segue into just the the idea that we have this incredible team, this incredible core team that has so much professional experience, but they're utilizing all of the strengths of not just the professional experience, but their social interests, and uh, what it is that really like drives them and motivates them to come help with this project. And like, I've, I couldn't have asked for a better group of people to kind of come around with all these different skill sets that are going to help us uh, make this thing a reality, which, you know, what does this look like? What is the voluntarity platform? as we call it. Um, Doug, do, what, would, what would you say is kind of like a great, like a high level overview of a, this, this uh, app, this website that, and what, what it is we're trying to accomplish? Sure, well, I envision Voluntarity as a platform, like many platforms, you basically have, for lack of a better word, and this doesn't really fit with uh, nonprofits, but buyer and seller. You know, like how with uh, Uber, you have riders and drivers, and with Airbnb, you have guests and hosts. Uh, with Amazon, you know, their commercial side, you have also buyers and sellers. And they basically be rather than just a vendor, Amazon's actually a platform. There are a lot of people who sell on Amazon these days. And a lot, many times when you buy from Amazon, you're actually buying from, you know, a third uh, party vendor rather than from Amazon itself. And so I have sort of a vision, if you will, for a platform that is like that, where essentially it's kind of bi-directional and that will be the charities, the nonprofits, and the volunteer donors and basically just helping them to connect in a way that's far more seamless and easy. I've heard stories as we've talked to people from kind of all sides of the equation, including people, for instance, um, I knew a young woman who had moved to a new city, starting a new job, and she also loves animals and wanted to volunteer. And so she went to volunteer at her, or tried to volunteer at the local humane society. And it was very, uh, What's the right word? Uh, just complicated and frustrating for yeah, her. Clunky, I think, is one that we clunky, get. Clunky, yes, it's a, good, it's a very good term. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and basically, yeah, it was a very clunky process. And long story short, she ended up not doing it as much as she wanted to. It just, you know, by the time it had been, you know, a few weeks, and she couldn't really get in touch with when they needed people, what they needed them for, who was the main person to talk to. And obviously, from the standpoint of a given humane society, and a lot of times they're run as nonprofits as well, they're dealing with a lot. You know, they're dealing with a lot of them taking in animals, taking care of them, you know, feeding them, doing all the things that are their core purpose. So things like managing volunteers, even though they would love to have good volunteers come in and kind of a roster of good volunteers, getting that all set up uh, can be either very difficult or it's managed, but it's like, you know, just on a spreadsheet somewhere. And if the person who runs the spreadsheet is out for the day, you know, it's a problem. The other person doesn't know what to do. And so we just envision initially a very simple app, and sometimes in uh, the lean process, it's referred to, or lean startup process, it's referred to as an MVP, a minimum viable product. And as our proof of concept, we basically just want to set up an initial app that'll be free, and that we can basically connect volunteers and charities uh, 
more easily and it'll be more convenient easy you know for both sides and it'll uh, the basic features will be free and will be gamified so that volunteers and donors will be motivated but that's all sort of preface to saying that i can see where the platform could ultimately extend uh, fairly seamlessly to include things like corporate CSR programs and helping with the management of that, helping to get more people and donations in from, say, corporate foundations and or CSR programs to the nonprofits that need them. Because what we're looking at as the literal bottom line is in the nonprofit world, it's all about impact. You know, that, that's the key. It's like nonprofits exist to do good, and sometimes the administrative side of what they're dealing with makes the doing good difficult. You know, they don't have enough funds, they don't have enough volunteers, uh, a lot of their overhead is eaten up in uh, basically, you know, hiring, scheduling the right people, and things end up moving kind of slowly. I know uh, a woman who started a nonprofit in uh, my area that was very dedicated to the idea of yoga and meditation, bringing it to school. She's doing a great job with that, but she has some horror stories of the first couple of years of just not really finding anybody to volunteer, volunteers who said they wanted to help her, ended up not, you know, funding being a constant issue for a while. And it just was painful to get up to the level where she's actually doing the things that she wants to do in the world. And we feel that with kind of this very simple approach, both for the initial app and the platform, that we can just basically simplify and streamline all of that in ways that other industries have been benefited and are quote unquote disrupted by a, a simple approach that just sort of leapfrogs over the traditional complicated way of doing it. And that's probably the easiest way to say it is we yeah, definitely to make and, uh, doing good in the world seamless is what we're about. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I, I, I love talking about like the feature set and all the various things that, you know, we're going to be doing, but um, you know, as Doug was saying in kind of this overview, like our core thing that we want to accomplish right now is getting the fundraising so we can get to development so we can create a mobile application that does that first exempt purpose that we're there. And so our three exempt purposes are the collaboration between these volunteers and charity in a much simpler way using that gamification process. Our second exempt purpose is utilizing an authorization and tracking system that'll be completely automatic. And so what does that mean? If you're somebody that's using this app and you say you need to do charity for whatever reason, your business is doing a charity campaign, uh, you're on probation, there's any of these reasons that you kind of have to track your charity. Um, you can use the mobile application and utilizing lo location services, just your normal GPS that's kind of following you around. It'll check you in and check you out without having to do that process. So that's one of the things that you can, that they have on charities right now. They have somebody literally there for you to go and wave at and be like, look, I've arrived. Whereas now it can become as simple as a push notification to the event organizer that says this person has arrived, you know, they'll be checking in over in this area. And uh, that's kind of that baseline for the authorization and tracking is we need to be able to not only collect this really easily, but export it out to whoever needs it. It could be your military command, you know, your direct uh, supervisor that's willing to give you a day off if you do 20 hours of community service that month. And this stuff will be easily trackable, easily reportable. Uh, that third service is being able to get the donations to these charities a lot faster. So right now you have to go to the charity's website. You need to use their PayPal information, things like that. But we, we know that there's much easier way to pay for things. Now you can get onto the parts of Amazon where it's just one click. You have one click and you, you've purchased a thing, right? So we need to kind of implement that. And if we facilitate it through the application, anybody that wants to donate you know, money with, and they'll, they'll receive 
points and rewards for these actions. Uh, when, the, when they do that, it'll become a much simpler process utilizing stuff that's already on their phone, whether it's Apple iPay, you know, the stuff that you have on your Android, you know, pay phone, your bank that's attached to your Venmo already, stuff like that. And it'll become as simple as doing your two-factor authentication with a thumbprint, looking at your face, things like that. And it'll get that money to the charities in a much easier process. And when things are easier, they tend to happen a little bit more when they're motivated and encouraged through that gamification, which we use the word gamification a lot, but what it really means is you you guys are leveling up. You're you're not you're not you know just going and doing it for the goodness of your heart, which is great. We want you to do that part too. But Nicolina had touched on a little bit that habit forming stuff where uh, we want to get you addicted to charity a little bit. Like we want you to get that feeling that you know uh, not only am I helping them and they're receiving something out of this, uh, there happens to be a little bit in it for me too. That's not just that good feeling, which all of that's fantastic. But imagine having everything much simpler more fun, easier to use, and we can kind of get out here and help our local communities uh, utilizing all of these different tools that we're kind of coming up with. Um, on on the, next, the next kind of major thing that we're doing, so what the things that we've accomplished already is getting that 501c3 status, setting up the infrastructure for being able to do this development and things like that, and we're kind of ready to go as far as uh, wanting to hire developers and stuff like that. So our major thing that we want to accomplish right now is the fundraising aspect. We're on the GoFundMe charity. We've got, you know, Patreon. We've got, uh, you know, PayPal, uh, all these different uh, ways of getting money there. We're on Amazon Smile. For anybody that doesn't know, Amazon will give a free 0.5% of everything you purchase um, that has, you don't have to pay for anything and just every single thing you purchase, but you have to go to smile.amazon.com. And we would obviously like love Yep, and select voluntarity. We, you know, we love that, and it doesn't cost you anything. And 0.5 percent, and we know that everybody's using Amazon right now because we're all hanging out at home. So uh, please feel free to, you know, go in there. But getting to that point, getting to the point of announcing ourselves now to the world, and getting the kind of high-level fundraising it requires to build a platform like this, uh, that's kind of Nicolina's uh, what she has come in and started helping us with. So Nicolina, can you go over kind of like what the brand strategy is here as far as announcing ourselves? Sure, absolutely. So yeah, uh, you're going to start to see, hopefully, uh, some some major streamlined communications um, coming out of, of our voluntarity team. And, you know, what we're kind of trying to do is really create this brand that shows how we're going to use this, this platform, this idea, uh, these, these great reasons that the team has really well developed to actually make a difference and to make this come to reality. So, you know, in order for us to do that, right, we are voluntarity, we're gonna take helping to the next level. Um, how are we gonna do it? Well, we're gonna do it by doing two different things, right? We're gonna empower charities and then we're gonna enhance volunteering, right? We've talked about that a little bit today already. Um, it's gonna be for the volunteers and for potential donors and for all of you and hopefully it'll be easier, it'll be simpler, it'll be faster, it'll be more motivating, right? We want to gamify the experience, we wanna connect volunteers easily, um, and we wanna motivate everyone to give and give a lot and give in exciting, fun ways that are meaningful to them. Um, we know that people are more likely to, to commit to something and stick with it if they're connected to other people that are also doing the same thing. So we wanna introduce the social aspect of this and, and allow people to collaborate with their friends, connect with their friends, perhaps squad up in order to volunteer together. Um, and then the other side, right? The empowering the charities with this single platform that is simple, easy to use with all the robust feature set in order to 
you know, make their operations seamless and easy and also measure the impact. So we're going to enable them with a lot of different uh, things that they need and hopefully take out that clunkiness of doing so. So we're going to take that brand and hopefully build it to a spot where um, we can connect with the people at the right times with the right amount of, of fundraising or the right amount of um, excitement about this idea that we all have uh, in order to, to help us make this effort come to fruition. I'm listening to both of you talk. I'm getting even more motivated <laughs> all over again. So yeah, yeah, it never, it never stops. Uh, you know, yeah, exactly. I, always, I always get like a good feeling whenever we really get the high level discussion of this thing going. Yeah. I'm really, I'm looking forward to actually doing this, uh, you know, with um, other folks that haven't really heard My video just froze a little. Can Did we you... lose Brad? I, I also. Yeah, I see you, Nicolina. Brad, you, you're frozen, Brad. Yep, Brad is frozen. <laughs> Maybe kind of stopping the recording of this podcast at this <laughs> and editing accordingly wrong. and starting again, because as much as like Brad's great looking and that's a wonderful <laughs> still. Hey, he's hey. back. I think I think it might have been on my side, my internet connection. I think it might have been because both of us were still like talking to each totally other. Totally fine, and you're just. We can, we can feel free to cut that or just leave it in as part of like, hey, this is how it is now. This is the reality <laughs> of it. Yeah, yeah. This is this is how we talk and how things happen. We were real. Here we are, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yeah, and I think anybody who's been on a Zoom call, which is basically every sentient mammal on the planet in the last uh, couple of months, has had this sort of thing happen. So we're good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, yeah, I was just kind of saying that I'm I'm kind of looking forward to talking to as many people as possible about this. And you know, there's ways for everybody to reach out to us right now, which is on every social media, basically. If you have a social media of choice, whether it's Instagram or Twitter, uh, I think we just created a TikTok. We have Reddit communities, we're on Discord, you know, all these different places. And uh, if you want as much information as possible, it's probably going to come from these podcasts and the Medium articles. If you want to just say hey or ask us questions in the DMs, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're all there for you. And uh, that's, we're that's at kind voluntarity of like, pretty much everywhere. So. At voluntarity, right? Yep. And so we've got kind of like the voluntarity, just like volunteering and charity kind of put together, which is what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to get those volunteers and charities together. And we are at voluntarity on basically everything we have. We do have a link tree on our main profiles on Facebook and stuff that'll show you all the different places that you can reach out to us. Um, but the, so we've kind of talked about that higher, higher level stuff, a little bit more about kind of like the technical uh, piece of what we're trying to accomplish. But um, one of the big things is like, what does that look like, right? Like, what, what does it look like for a, a normal human that wants to go do this thing? So um, I had talked with somebody too, that was looking to, you know, volunteer at a local animal shelter and stuff like that. And they had told me about the entire process of giving that phone call, uh, finding out what hours are available, which opportunities are available, um, all this, all these different pieces. All of that should be available at your fingertips. You know, the charity posts up, here's the volunteers we're looking for, here's how many, these are the times, this is what you would be doing if you were to volunteer at the shelter or at one of our events where we're kind of, you know, putting these dogs out there for folks to foster or adopt. Um, you know, all of those things should be available in one easy location that's already put in place and you can access it 24 hours a day, just like everybody else, right? So when you log into our app 
and you create your profile, immediately you're going to be rewarded with, you know, points. And that'll lead into what has become really popular in gaming, which is a pass system of rewards. And um, if you were to, you know, just do the normal free app, there are going to be these rewards, you know, open to you. And what they do is it, it's going to be, it's going to be things that'll be internal uh, to kind of upgrade your app experience. And again, all for free, but like, you know, make it a little bit more fun just to use the application in general. Um, but there will be real world, real world rewards in there as well. It'll be things to strive for by you give either time or money for charitable purposes. That's what we're here to kind of give you a little bit of extra benefit for. And these past systems as seen in, you know, very popular games like Fortnite or the new hyperscape game by Ubisoft. Um, these, these are going to be like fun rewards, cosmetic, real world rewards that all you have to do is level yourself up to achieve these. And that's going to happen by donating your time, donating your money. So when you when you open up this app and you kind of sign in, you'll get that first set of rewards. And then you'll be presented with an option to start looking for what it is that you're interested in. Uh, you'll be putting on your profile, I care as much about, you know, the earth and animals and all this stuff. So you'll select these, these you know, different areas like planting trees and uh, saving the whales and things like that. And we can oh, kind of- you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Wide, matter. wide range of things. Exactly. We have we have literally every type of charitable category that's going to be available to you, and you can select all of them if you want. And then any charities that kind of match your initial interests, we're going to show you exactly what's available on a map. It's going to be. It's going to show this chair. There's three charities related to dogs, not even five miles from you, that are going to that are looking for volunteers for either an event coming up or something you know standard at their normal location. And you'll be able to easily select that. You can upload your profile to them very easily by saying, yes, I'm in, I'm going to go ahead and join them. You can share these opportunities to somebody you know does have the time or money to give it to them. You can squat up with your friends. You'll receive more XP and rewards for that, more chance to earn these real world rewards as well as kind of like the fun cosmetic type rewards. Um, all of this will be in the interest of just doing better, you know, doing good for people by taking that helping to the next level, as Nicolina has been saying. Uh, that's what we're trying to accomplish here is just that none of we don't have anything in this for us all of us for over a year now have been working for free on this originally an idea and now this infrastructure set up to build the the you know, web application as well as kind of the mobile application that's going to make you know helping and getting people uh, together, you know, and doing all this stuff. And I just noticed, by the way, I just noticed, by the way, that I think we've been looking at Doug's reaction the entire time. Um, for some reason, his video kind of comes in as like the the forward facing one. So hopefully, uh, it didn't distract at all from the fact that uh, you know, I, uh, it's me talking and Doug is kind of being like, "Yeah, that's awesome." Sweet. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I have this up so that. I can see all three of us. You don't have it. You can put up the gallery view. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the recording looks like. Again, this is kind of like our first podcast, so I'm not sure what's going on. And by the way, if anybody hears joyful noises in the background that might sound like screaming and stuff, we've got kids running around here and just playing and stuff. So I just tuned into my reaction. It's going all right. <laughs> I can't tell right. if there's like a not, not actually fighting or anything like that. This is just <laughs> playing with toys. Like ah, oh, there's conflict. You know, like this. You know, these Paw Patrol guys have to save these Lego guys and stuff like that. So. That's important, you know, they'll figure <laughs> it out. I mean, that's, uh, you know, in their world, that's very important. So. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so I was, oh, I was going to comment on kind of the support that we need right now. We're looking for the support to build the initial app. And that can be on any level. If somebody watching this is, you know, major donor, corporate donor, fantastic. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, but if somebody thinks, oh, I'd like to help this, but I only have, you know, maybe a couple bucks, a few bucks a month or a week that I can possibly contribute, that's every bit as welcome. We'd love for you to do that. And uh, you can reach us via the donate link on our website. Uh, that's probably the primary 
and uh, best way. And we'll be setting up some campaigns uh, for support as we move forward. But in the meantime, just, you know, anything you can do. And please understand, too, that, you know, a lot of charities understandably are asking for money. So are we. But we're also, we're basically, as I like to say, a startup in uh, nonprofit clothing where we understand adding value first and foremost. And that's what will basically earn us the right to, you know, have money coming in. But because we don't have coding skills in-house, we do need to be able to develop the initial app to uh, move forward with our proof of concept. So we're basically looking for, you know, technical management and volunteering. If there's somebody with a skill set that fits, you're welcome to get in touch. But primarily, we're looking for funding to be able to move forward. And based on everything that we know and the feedback we've received, uh, this is something that nonprofits, volunteers, and donors are all basically uh, looking for. You know, and kind of as with some of the other disruptive apps like, uh, you know, Uber, Airbnb, people didn't really know they were looking for it until it was available. So it was kind of the basic iteration of it needs to be available. And uh, so if you can do anything, great. And if you can't, if you just feel positively about uh, what volunteerity is doing, you know, please ping us on Twitter, Reddit, whatever, get in touch because, you know, we're all about forming community here too and just helping increase the aggregate amount of good being done in the world. Yeah, there's, there's, a bunch of, there's a bunch of like great information in that one. Uh, the first is uh, you, you, we don't need, you know, just money or anything. We really just want to kind of announce ourselves and get ourselves out there. And it doesn't cost anything as far as just doing a like, a follow, a share of all this voluntary information. So we can sort of spider web out that effect and exactly what we're trying to accomplish there. And then uh, when it comes to that development and cloud hosting and like all this stuff, there's all of these kind of infrastructure level costs and uh, you know employees that need to be hired by our charity uh, that will really streamline this process and get help to as many people as possible. Because we're not just about one specific charity or issue or you know foundational level thing. We, we wanna help everybody. We wanna get it out there where as many volunteers are out there, uh, this army of volunteers, as well as every single charity is getting the support that they're looking for. And we can do all of that. It's just uh, like any application and Uber and Airbnb and some of these for-profit enterprises have gone through all of this in their initial stages. We need to get some of that initial level funding in order to make that a reality. Yeah, I mean, there's just lots of different ways that this can be done and be successful, right? So everyone, you know, and anyone that's listening and that has the same kind of passion, it doesn't have to be that they donate you know, thousands and thousands of dollars so we can get this off the ground. Now that would be lovely and wonderful. But, you know, anyone that has ideas. You have thousands and thousands of dollars, please, please talk to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ready and available for charity, right? But, I mean, it could be that you have great ideas. It could be that you have some skills for, for cloud hosting and, and app development or, or web platform development that you. Open source development, yeah. Yeah, have a little bit of extra time and you want to give, uh, you know, a little bit of your extra time to enable not just one charity, but a lot of different charities and hopefully all charities one day, right, that they can ha all have this free platform to potentially be able to optimize and streamline and, and connect with all their specific volunteers, right? So imagine if everyone, instead of giving $1 to the charity that they are used to giving to, right, gives $1 to this, and then we're able to build this, and then we can then in turn 
take that one dollar that you would have given to the charities and exponentially increase the impact. Yeah, absolutely. And I would love to at some point try to like kind of map that out as to what does one dollar from one person mean in the volunteerity platform. And, you know, I would love mm -hmm. to come up with some sort of algorithm that makes that, you know, actually shows that impact. And hopefully someday we'll be able to do that. Um, yeah, but yeah. for sure, right now, if you have a dollar to give, we can use that dollar. Absolutely. To make this difference. And if we get enough people doing it, if you tell your friends and family and stuff to, to also help with just as much as you can give, however many couple of dollars that is, that will start helping this this grow into what will become a very um, chain like life changing kind of thing for these charities, and to make the impact that they're trying to make at that level, and to help them show the impact too. Uh, Brad had talked about uh, this a bit. Maybe you can speak to it again. Brad is the basically the metrics and analytics that uh, we'll be using, so that it will be very easy for charities to turn around and demonstrate their impact to people who need to see it, because that's one of the biggest challenges that charities are also facing that we've heard directly and also just that we see out in the world. Basically, you know, a lot of charities have had a lot of donation reduction because of the COVID crisis. So many charities are scrambling to say, look, we're still having this impact. And because of this impact, you know, you, you know, should still support us or our impact is dropping because our funding has dropped, you know, so please support us so that we can get back to the levels we were. And that's all mission critical to what they're doing. And we can actually make that just by virtue of what we're doing, make that far easier and you know, far less cost to charities to generate the types of reports that will demonstrate their actual impact. I am now seeing, I think Nicolina and Brad both frozen. No, I'm not frozen. Oh, you're just sitting very still, very zen. <laughs> Brad, are you there, Brad? I mean, Oh, that is bad. Hopefully that will do it. So I, I literally just bounced the internet and see, ah, okay. see if that does it. So um, what, yeah, what you were just talking about, what we call that in that tech world is those key performance indicators. So you know, data science and what it is that you can do with data and metrics related to increasing uh, how productive you are on a project or uh, getting to your investors, exactly the kind of impact that's been happening. Uh, that's what we want to capture for charities to measure what they call impact in the nonprofit world. What have we accomplished as a charity for our exempt purpose? And uh, that would be, you know, for Susan G. Komen, the awareness of breast cancer, you know, and you get to, you know, the Red Cross, you know, making sure that we're, we're how many of these events we've had where we're, you know, getting people to donate blood and the other things that the Red Cross is involved in. Um, those things can be available for free on this application because all of the user data is already coming in. Who's volunteered for what? Um, how, you know, what, what that event was, which is like, say you're planting trees, we planted trees, and then anything that the charity wants to try to collect. So they get on their side of it and they, and they say, I want to know how many trees like one volunteer did. They can add in those questions too, to be automatically collected. How many trees did you do? And it'll kind of go into this little column of one guy got seven trees planted that day. Another guy got 17. Another person had three. All of that will be collected. And when they get to their investors and their donors, they'll easily be able to show this metric set that we have held this many events in the last quarter, we planted over 10,000 trees, you know, and we're, you know, it's ha having these types of impacts, all from data that already exists, you know, all, all data within this application that is being collected, how many volunteers we had, how many volunteer hours, um, and just uh, being able to kind of show that not just for themselves, so they can make internal organizational changes and say, you know, because uh, we noticed in the last event, kind of based on how we advertised, we only got a certain amount of volunteers back in, we need to kind of switch up this part of it 
so that we can try to get more to show up uh, or going to those donors and funders to really help them more than anything. It's going to be those high level donors, those crowdfunding, you know, campaigns, things like that. They're going to take these charities up to the next level as far as making that impact on the environment for these social justice you know, changes for, you know, anything that it is that you care about all the way from the top of the world down to insects and things like that, that you care about. And that's, that's kind of what we're, we're hoping to drive with those, what we call KPIs, but really what the impact is of that charity specifically. Mm -hmm. So visualizing that, imagine if, you know, you're a charity and you're trying to show the specific impact of either the last month or the specific impact of one specific event, right? If you could just click a button or if this is emailed to you already or if you can go access this and you just get a infographic of the top 10 things or top five things that you would like to show someone else or that you would like to post on social media and tag all the people that, that were at the event or that you need to pull so you can show your investors and, and your donors. Um, we wanna make that seamless, easy and, and make the background data analytics accessible via one click, right? Via one simple action on, on your end so that you could get the information that you need at your fingertips. Yeah, it'll show up on a dashboard. If you're a charity, most of this will show up on a dashboard right away when you log in. You don't even have to you know, do anything to get these metrics. They're gonna be reported to you and presented to you in a very nice way, in a very pretty way, because that's, you know, it's, it's already exists and is easy to do. And it's just about getting it to you. And for us, it's about getting it to you for free. We are a nonprofit just like you are. We want to make sure these charities are supported in a way where they don't have to pay licensing fees to larger companies. Not that those you know, tools that these for-profit companies have come up with aren't great. And anything that's out there that's helping charity in whatever way, I think that we all back and are, are for. But if we have an option to present some of these tools in you know, this very pretty and visual way and the ability to get these volunteers in an easier way, all of that stuff, then we need to go for it. You know, we need to go ahead and like take charge and, and try to get exactly what they're looking for there. And even the largest nonprofits have issues with how much their funding relates to being able to utilize for their core mission. It's not like anybody's you know, camping out on uh, you know, plush bank accounts, you know, and uh, even you know, foundations have issues with what they allocate. And so this is basically, a tool set that will basically help cut overhead possibly fairly dramatically uh, for uh, nonprofits and charities too. And as one sort of uh, kind of small business equivalent example, I remember uh, talking with the uh, local uh, Humane Society where I live, and they had mentioned that they had kind of a roster of uh, volunteers and a schedule for volunteers, not in the same place. They were kind of on two different spreadsheets and things, but they, um, I said, well, maybe you should just put that out on your website, you know, let people know, you know, I like kind of, when you would need things, they're like, well, I don't think we can. And when I looked at their website, I understood why they said that is they just had a very, you know, basic HTML kind of website. And again, that's not their, you know, web development is not their core mission, you know, by any stretch, but with the voluntarity app, they would have been able to take that same data and just literally like, you know, plugged it in fairly easily from their dashboard and just had it available uh, to the world as opposed to not being able to do this very basic thing, you know, they wanted to do, which is share the data of uh, you kind of the schedule they needed for volunteers and then also to easily have the volunteers they had on their roster, you know, get in touch with them bi-directionally. If I recall correctly, they literally had one person sending out emails kind of one at a time, you know, it's just so that kind of management, it's not that people need to be even, you know, trained in 
managing things differently. They just need a tool that will help them do that that much more simply and easily. Yeah, definitely. I think the idea of what everybody is trying to accomplish is already there in their head as well. And it's just about having that tool. And it's all and it's been like that the entire time that I've ever done like project management and utilizing collaboration tools. Like you could even talk about G Suite or the Atlassian toolkit, stuff that like the tech world knows about. Um, but the ability to be able to kind of like functionally work together with your team without having to do a bunch of manual processes uh, is like kind of the core of this, making it fun, making it easy, right? a much more fun, much more easy way of doing the entire volunteer experience. And that's on both the nonprofit side for the people looking for volunteers and for the volunteer side to do that motivation and encouragement to get them out there. Well, and I think two quick examples of that in the corporate world are Slack and obviously Zoom. With, uh, you know, Slack, people had tools where they could be chat with each other and, you know, message each other and attach things. But when Slack came out, all of a sudden the whole world kind of ran over to Slack just because it made things, they could do things just that much more quickly and easily. Just boom, you're on Slack and just, you know, do what you need to do. And same thing with Zoom. Obviously, video conferencing has been around for a while. And with the COVID crisis, we've all really seen that, where basically nobody's really using many video conferencing solutions other than Zoom. Zoom is the default. Why? Because it just works. And even people that aren't that technical are able to just jump on and use it. And so that's our goal for the voluntarity app and platform is to just have it be seamlessly usable so that more good gets done, you know? So that is the goal. Exactly. And so I know that a lot of what we were going to talk about today was kind of like this overview, you know, who we are, what motivates us about this stuff, uh, kind of the core features of that app and, and everything, or I guess the higher level overview features of the app. Um, that being said, I think we're kind of coming to a little bit of a natural conclusion here to, you know, maybe save some of these and kind of dive deeper into these topics in the coming weeks as we do this a couple more times. Mm -hmm. um, but before we kind of take off, is there anything you guys would like to uh, say out there to the voluntary community or you know any sort of calls to action any of that stuff that you know uh, as last words for our first podcast here basically if you're if you're motivated after watching this you're interested in what we're doing you know please get in touch please you know kind of join with us in community uh, if you have any skills that you feel might help us please definitely let us know that and then finally if you can contribute anything please do and, you know, we're just looking to get everyone involved in this. This isn't only like we have a great core team, but there aren't any walls here. We want to involve everybody who genuinely wants to be involved to help voluntarily happen. It's funny, um, uh, Shweta, who is our chief operations officer, uh, I had uh, mentioned a couple of positive things about Nicolina after she first started helping us. And she said, it's, it's all, like it's amazing. You know, she just found you on Twitter, you know, and she's diving in and doing all these things. I said, yeah, it feels to me like life wants voluntarity to happen. Like there've just been too many things, too many synergies, kind of how it's all, you know, come together. And we really feel that way. And if you feel that way too, we'd love to hear from you. And before Nicolina jumps in there, uh, can we just say how great Nicolina is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we did, but we can some more. Nicolina is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. I yeah. can't wait to give more um, because I think I appreciate that. First of all, thank you, you guys. Thank you, Shweta, as, as well, if she's watching this later and mm -hmm. in the past already. Um, but no, I, I think that there's so much great things that can be done. I think that, I guess, if I was going to call to action anything, I would just say to the to anyone watching, if, if you're passionate at all about donating and giving back, which 
a good majority of people are, whether or not it's for one purpose or another, most people are driven and goal-oriented to support something, right? And whatever your something is, can be a part of this too. And I think that's what's almost something that's really different about this is that it's not about something specific. It's about giving and donating and, and helping and supporting in general. And then we can make it specific. It can also have that specific purpose mm -hmm. um, and, and targeted audience and whatnot. And, and also I would say my second little caveat here is if you're watching and you have the opportunity once this is something that is in existence, that is an app that we can start pushing everybody to download, get excited because the gamification part of this, we barely touched on it today. And I know, look at these two spaces when this happened, when I'm just barely talking about it, is they are chomping at the bit to make this some really fun, exciting, gamified experience for all people that are potentially donors. Even if 80% of what they do is play and have fun and just see what's going on out there in the charity world. And then 20% is actually volunteering or donating. We want to make this a really fun, exciting gamified experience for you all. So um, stay tuned because there's a lot more to come when it comes to that. Yeah. And kind of just touching on uh, some of the same stuff that Nicolina and Doug just did. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't take um, a lot from one person to make something like this happen. It takes uh, some, a little bit of motivation, a little bit of just kind of uh, getting on those social media sites and kind of spreading the word about us, you know, stuff like that. And I, I know how excited I am and I have been this excited for the better part of a year since we had like originally incorporated and come into existence. Um, as we continue to talk to everybody about this, I have nobody yet that has said that this is a bad idea or isn't excited about the possibility of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully after watching this, understanding it just a little bit more, um, you guys are getting excited too. And if you get an opportunity, get out there, start spreading the word about this. If you have anything that you can donate, whether it's your skills or some uh, you know financial help or anything, please please get with us and we can even talk with you a little bit more about what we're looking for if you have any motivation at all to like come in and use that skill set to make this a reality then we you know we want to talk to you and we're not that far away and we're very social people you know so absolutely absolutely get with your emails we'll all pick up the phone and, and yep. talk to you within a day so <laughs> yep, yep absolutely and so uh yeah that that being said we really appreciate you guys watching this first one uh we you know uh, hopefully haven't you know gone over too long or anything like that and uh we look forward to doing this a little bit more and okay. talking with everybody out there so uh, i will say goodbye how about uh y'all yep. thank you all. see y'all soon thank you all right.